The Rebel Leadership Podcast, a refreshing take on authentic leadership told through real stories. Let's smash the status quo and change how leaders lead once and for all. Vulnerability. It's a tough topic to understand and honestly, even harder to embrace, especially at work. Vulnerability at work isn't about sharing your deepest, darkest personal secrets. In fact, please don't. It's at the root of what fuels empowerment, honesty, authenticity. It's a core rebel leadership principle that I explore today with our very own rebel, Nikki Castles. She's on our client services team and recently joined our company in the fall of 2021. Quickly, she's excelled in her role and had a very vulnerable moment on a live podcast recording with our entire company there to watch. We get real about vulnerability and leadership and the potential impact it can have on all who witness it. Listen, reflect, and embrace your next aha moment. We were talking about perpetual optimism being the force multiplier behind our business growth and the culture that we have brewing at Rebel Interactive Group on an agency-wide meeting a couple weeks ago. Mm Mm-hmm. And we were recording it. It's actually an episode on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And and then something magical happened. <laughs> <laughs> you go off mute and you start to describe how you were feeling about that perpetual optimism and something yeah. happened. I, I got off mute. I got vulnerable and I got emotional, really emotional. And it, it really just came right from the heart and some tears yeah tears a hundred percent a hundred percent crying in front of the entire company and I was only like a few months in at that point yeah I mean even just a few months in now but um what triggered it for you yeah um I think just having that support system that I've never really felt as strong before like of course I've always had like certain mentors to some extent But I've never felt so safe and secure in a workplace environment than I do here at Rebel. Oh, goosebumps. Yeah. (laughs) What are are three words that describe how you feel right now with, with the principles of Rebel leadership that we practice? Yeah. Grateful by far is number one. Um, Empowered and trusted. Trust. Yeah. What about before? Um, I think operating out of scarcity and being super defensive um, and not allowing. In some cases, I just like felt like I couldn't be a human, you know, like. What do you mean? Like just even coming here or like I yesterday I had a, a meeting and um, it's definitely one of my flaws, not being a hundred percent on time all the time. And same, it's something. same girl, don't worry. <laughs> Especially like as a mom. And so and the so, amount of times I say, so sorry, I'm late I, every day yeah. is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, just like, I feel like we, um, there have been so many times where I just have been treated almost just like an employee and not a human. And like, especially like early, like, you know, like in like your twenties, like I'm 
nearing my thirties and it's like, you are like in this constant growth, like every single day and every single almost like task feels like a growth opportunity sometimes. And like, of course you're going to make mistakes no matter what. And here, I think that's the biggest difference. Like here, if I make a mistake or, you know, quote unquote mistake, it's like, nobody's going to judge me for that or like I'm not going to get in trouble for that. Yeah. It's going to be looked at as like, no, Nikki, that's okay. Like that's a growth opportunity. Like let me help you through that instead of like you shouldn't have done that, if that makes sense. It does. Yeah. And the the honesty that comes with like raising your hand to say, I think I messed up. Yeah. Is a vulnerable thing to do. Mm -hmm. And you have to almost – see other people doing it, see your leaders doing that. Yeah. I mean, it definitely takes a lot of vulnerability, but it's almost kind of like ownership in a way. And like just feeling safe enough to in a place to own those mistakes and then figure out a solution. Like I feel like here we are extremely solutions oriented and like every conversation it's like of course there's going to be days where we just want to like vent or something or like you know like complain about something but then at the end of every conversation at the ev end of every single day I, f I really do feel like I come together with my coworkers and everyone here at Rebel and it's like okay but how can we fix this? Like, how can we come up with a solution? And maybe it's not even fix this, but maybe it's how can we come up with a solution to move forward from this in the best way that we know possible? And to your point about growth, like, and learn from it. Yeah. hundred percent. Like when you can just be raw and you, it's like this freeing feeling Yes. of let someone help you. Yeah. Let yeah. someone help you be, get through that moment and learn from it and see a different angle on it that you'd never saw before. Mm-hmm. 100%. And also I feel and I think I I emailed the the leadership team here at Rebel after that meeting but it it's so and I truly do feel like this is why we produce some of the best work is because we all feel safe enough to to have that vulnerability and from that vulnerability we're able to come up with the crazy craziest ideas right come up with out of the box solutions and concepts and things like that and it's like how incredible is it to create that space for people to truly come together and bring those things that they have that spark inside of them and bring those to life. What do you think holds leaders back from being vulnerable? I think they don't feel safe. I mean, I do. I think, I think it has a lot to do with, um, not feeling safe enough in an environment to speak, to speak their truth. What does that mean? I think that they feel maybe the, as though they are going to be judged or uh, for for whatever they're wanting to be vulnerable about. Um, I, th I think they feel as though they, um, almost in a sense, they can't necessarily be their full self. I feel like sometimes, and I know I've definitely done this in the past, where it's like you're working in this position and you almost – put up a front and it's not necessarily that you're um, being fake but more it's just like a safety net a security blanket and you're trying your the best you can to be that what like authoritative leadership role and um, you feel as though if you take that down you won't be respected you won't be 
nobody will listen to you. You know, your ideas will um, maybe not be well received. So, yeah. or you might be embarrassed by that yes, vulnerability. Yes, 100%. Like you said, judged by it. Yeah. It's so funny. I was watching an episode of Working Moms last night. Yeah. Have you ever watched that? No, I haven't. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> um, it's just like, it's just hilarious. But um, it's very much like what you would think of the typical corporate culture to mm-hmm. be like. Yep. And one of the scenes in particular is a woman, the the main character works at an advertising agency. So oh it's my. just so funny to That's me because so she's funny. a working mom with yeah. little kids. It's very relatable. But you can see her guarded at work. So she has a work vibe and then she has a home vibe and she's like two totally different people it's like Jekyll and Hyde Mm -hmm. not in a bad way but you it's so it's like a trap yeah when it's like that it is the line blurred yeah these past two years like there is no difference Mm -hmm. so why would I talk to you any different than I talk to my friends right right you know there of course there's a professionalism of course yeah of course and there's you know things you share and don't share but when it comes to talking to people and being real with people like what why? Yeah. Why not be your real self? Right. hundred percent. Yeah. Feeling those feelings too, you know, like, of course I'm, I'm a human. I'm going to have feelings, right? You know, like I'm going to wake up and not be my, not be feeling my best one day, or I'm going to wake up and I'm going to feel really good. Like it's just totally bringing that human element into it. I feel like that has been, and especially the past two years. I mean, I think that's, that has shown us so much, um, yeah, at the end of the day, like we're all human beings. Right? Exactly. <laughs> and once you see it that way and you not just see it, but like really practice that yeah. perspective, mm-hmm. then the whole thing gets a hell of a lot easier. Yeah. When you can just be one version of you. You're in client services, mm-hmm. which is a really vulnerable place to be. Yeah. So um, I very much empathize with that because I grew up in this in my career through client services. And those those 5 p.m. on a Friday client angry emails will mm-hmm. just bring out the most vulnerable part of you because you instantly question like, mm-hmm. I suck at my job. How did I not see this coming? I'm so anxious about they're going to call my boss. Like it just spirals. And no matter how many times you get those things over the years, they are equally as sucky. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Always. And then the flip side of like, <laughs> if the client's calling you out about something your team did, now you have to go be the person to deliver that news to the team who's going to equally bark at you because rightfully so, if they're yeah. frustrated or what have you. So you're just this vulnerable ball of energy mm-hmm. in the middle. What does that feel like? And what role can leaders play to make that less burdensome? I think just constantly support your people and make sure that you, that leaders have, you know, your back, even though a client may be unhappy or something happened, or, you know, we have to come, come back with a solution, solutions oriented mindset. Leadership has always had my back and always has helped me through the problem. And it was never something like, oh, Nikki, you should have done this or you, this is this is wrong or why did that happen? It's almost like coming together and truly almost coming together at it, like in a team, like as a team, you know, and really tackling it head on rather than just putting the blame 
on people because we don't get anywhere when we put the blame on somebody else or each other, right? So it's like, how can we come together and um, fix that? But yeah, I mean, client services is, it's definitely a vulnerable place and being, um, being on both sides of it, you know, like the amazing news feels like you're at the, in the top, on the top of the mountain, like you just accomplished the best thing ever. And then, um, you know, getting those five o'clock emails is tough, but in a sense, and it kind of almost like goes against about what I just said about being a human, but you kind of just have to like emotionally unattach and you have to see like, how can we move this forward and how can we be solutions, solutions oriented. Well, you've got to compartmentalize. Yes, exactly. It's like when you get the bomb yeah. email, Yeah, it's not critiquing you as a human exactly. and your worth. Yes, exactly. And, and I think um, from my perspective, because we're not on the receiving end of that all the time, we mm-hmm. get the stuff yeah. flows up and yeah. down to yeah. us, but um, y- you know what I mean? Yes, like you're, totally. you guys are fielding it all day long yeah. mm-hmm. and then you bubble things up. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we were to just blame you, your back's in the corner. We're not getting the truth, true side of the story. And one thing I've learned, the biggest thing I've learned about this topic is from Jen, our, our head legal counsel here. Mm-hmm. And if you start to think it, about it like a lawyer, her perspective is there are always two sides of the story. Yes. And you really just need to focus on the facts. Yeah. Let the emotions subside. But when you when you first ask the person, say you bring it to us and you're emotionally charged about Mm -hmm. it, rightfully so. If we as leaders just have the poise to say, okay, explain to me what happened from your perspective, that question changes everything. Yeah, It allows you the space to share your side of the story, but from a fact standpoint. And you're building up your confidence by telling the story. Yep. Right. 100%. Whereas emotion, the clients are doing the same exact thing to us. They're coming to us emotionally charged. They're either upset or they're frustrated or they feel like they're, you know, whatever the emotion is, mm-hmm. this is an agency. It's right. client services, right? right? There's yeah. always going to be emotions, <laughs> yeah, high and low. But if you approach it in that black and white way, what I found is like, there's the space to be heard. And it's really empowering when your leader asks you, what happened from your perspective. Yeah. It's so empowering. It's such a simple, so it's such a simple question. Yeah. Right. And Mm -hmm. then it makes you trust that we're not just going to attack you. Yeah. We are genuinely asking you for your, your perspective. And, and isn't that what you would want yourself? Yeah. You know, Uh it's like, if you just think about it like that, when you're the leader, yeah, you'd want someone to ask you what happened because a hundred percent there's a twist on both sides. Right. Yeah. A hundred percent. And also too, I feel like the more I get asked that question, the more I'm able to reveal the facts. And then the more we can come together and figure out a solution to move that problem or whatever's happening forward and come up with a, an amazing solution. Well, and to that point, that's a really good point because that in the facts and in the details are the coaching moments. Mm-hmm. That's where we can say, hey, so let's let's replay that piece because I think that was where the pivot happened. Mm-hmm. So now next time, if this were to happen again, like how might we approach that part differently? Right. How can we see or like act on those spidey senses that we talk about all the yes. time? Yes. Ahead of time, anticipate that they might be upset by this or they might ask it down the road. Right. So it's in that the facts and the mm-hmm. details that you get on the table. But you're right. 
if we were to bark at you and blame you right away, you're not sharing the whole story. Yeah. No way. Yeah. And you almost get just too um, overwhelmed with emotion. And then that just adds an entire layer over it. And it's like, I'm trembling over my words sometimes, Yes, you know, and yeah, you can't get the facts that way at all. And now think about it. You're now mentoring someone, you're managing someone. Mm -hmm. So it's like the approach that you felt it's a huge ripple effect. Huge. Because you will feel empowered and supported to lead in that way as you grow as a leader yourself. Yep. It's super exciting. It's definitely a whole new take and it's revealing just each day a little bit about myself where I'm like, okay, I have to kind of switch caps a little bit and kind of see bring out the pieces of the ways that I, what I loved about being mentored here at Rebel. And then how can I, you know, bring that to the person that I am now managing and coaching. And so it is, it's definitely a little bit of a learning curve, but it's awesome. I mean, I do, I, I do, I do love it so far. And it's letting, there's vulnerability and letting things go. Mm -hmm. As you ascend into leadership, you have to let people do their thing. Yeah. You have to give up some of the stuff that you were really, really, really good at. Yeah. Right? And, yeah, and, and that's you, hard. And it's really hard. <laughs> yeah. And when you start managing, like you don't want to be pegged as a micromanager. No. You just don't. Yeah. It's like there's all sorts of feelings when you say micromanager. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've you've got to be vulnerable enough to say, okay, what's the risk if they were to try this thing? Right. Because the, there's greater risk in you just continuing to do it. You become a bottleneck and you become dis, distrusted and yeah. disliked. Yeah. And at some point you can't. Like you, you, can't. you have to, in order for you to grow, you have to be able to let go of some of that. And I'm totally in that right now, especially as somebody in client services, because a lot of it though is you learn by doing. And so I... I'm trying to do that as much as possible because that's exactly how I learned when I got here. We had another vulnerable point, uh, moment actually yesterday that was me, about mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. that there was something that I didn't communicate in the best possible way uh, that you and your peers respectfully brought it up to your manager who had the courage to bring it up to me and share with me. And it was this moment of like, oh my God, goodness, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. But there's two ways my old self would have put a guard up, like my much younger self yeah. <laughs> would have been like, I didn't do anything wrong in defending myself yeah. and not stop and think about what it was that I was hearing feedback about. Mm-hmm. My new self is like, wow, that's really, that's a place to learn from. And I need to apologize to them to make sure that they know that it was not intended that way. And by having the vulnerability to do that, I don't know how it felt on your side. Yeah. But for me, it was a relief to just like reach out to you guys and say, I am so genuinely sorry. This is what happened. The truth. Yeah. Yeah. Of what happened. Mm -hmm. Instead of it being brushed under the rug and talked about and gossiped about, and then you guys don't trust me anymore. You know, it's far easier actually to just tell the truth and be vulnerable in the moment. Yeah. And I think it was also, I mean, I can't, I can speak for myself in the sense of it was also a relief for us, you know, to feel empowered enough to do so and be like, hey, you know, we we do really feel this way and be able to bring that to 
our manager and then up to you and then have you reciprocate, like, you know, like feel our feelings and then also apologize that it, it just encompasses that circle of trust that we have here at Rebel that I feel so deeply. What would you tell future leaders about the importance of being vulnerable for all the people that they affect? Being vulnerable is the only way to do it. You can't, you can't grow if you're not vulnerable. You can't. And like I said earlier, we're all human beings at the end of the day. And by you being vulnerable, first of all, you're going to earn more trust of the people around you. It's, it's really not looked at as a weakness. It's really, really a strength. And if you can bring that into all aspects of your life, you'll be more trusted. But then also, too, it'll by you becoming vulnerable, you'll almost grow the confidence in yourself to then become that leader that you're aspiring to be.